Let us pray. Great and loving God, we give you thanks that you call us together. Call us by your word and draw us to your word. Speak to us in this time. Give us ears to hear and minds to understand the wonders of your love. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Reading from the Old Testament, Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. The responsive reading is from the, Old, from the Old Testament, Psalm 19, and the words will appear on the screen. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Yet their voice goes out throughout all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom from his wedding canopy, and, like a strong man, runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the ends of the earth, and its circuit to the end of them, and nothing is hid from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, and drippings from the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, in keeping them there is great reward. But who can detect their errors? Clean me from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from the insolent. Do not let them have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and the innocent of great and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And from the New Testament, First Thessalonians chapter five, verses sixteen to twenty-four. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of prophets. But test everything and hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. 
and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. And reading from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5 and 9 to 13. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being, in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God for his word to us. Friends in Christ, what I say to you this morning is proclaimed in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My father loved to sing. Digging in the garden, driving in the car, he was known to burst into song. Not grand and organized singing, don't get me wrong, but little ditties or hymn stanzas that would be drawn to mind and would found their way into the air around him. Now the jury remains to be remains out as to whether or not my father was a good singer. He didn't have probably the broadest of range and he did not always hit all of the right notes nor did he sing in harmony. But somewhere deep inside of him there was a joy for music. And I can remember a discussion that I had with my father once about whether everyone can sing. I'm not sure about this, but it was a, probably a discussion held on a Sunday after, on some particular Sunday afternoon when his congregation or my congregation that we attended at the time had not embraced their role in worship as fully as they might. Liturgy, the prayers and the hymns and the responses that you participate in each Sunday, the stuff that appears on the screen for you, it's called liturgy. And it actually literally means the work of the people. It's your job to give voice to those words when they appear. Now, my response to my father's question about whether or not everyone could sing was this. Yes, everyone can sing. It is, at its most basic, at its most physiological, singing is nothing more than the sustained passing of air across your vocal cords. If you can hum one note, you're singing. 
Now, what people struggle with, I think, isn't so much the singing, it's the listening. The ability to hear a pitch and then to match your own hum to the note that's going on around you, that can be tricky. It can be tricky for good singers. It can be even more tricky probably for not so good singers. But it does not mean you cannot sing. In that excerpt that we just read from C.S. Lewis this morning, Lewis points us to this vision of the creation breaking forth as Aslan the lion, the creator, calls forth the creation with song. And immediately, we're told that nature responds to its creation by joining its voice in the great song of the creator. The first praise of the God who creates is sung by the newly formed world in its great liturgy of creation. And the first song is one note. So remember if I said, if you can hum one note, it was one note. Surely, Lewis was drawing on the imagery of the Psalms when he wrote that drew that mind picture for us of the creation. And especially, perhaps, our psalm for this morning from Psalm 19, whose opening verses declare that the heavens are telling the glory of the Lord and the firmament proclaims God's handiworks. Day to day pours out speech. Night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech and there are no words and the voice is not heard. And yet, the voice goes out through all of the earth and their words to the ends of the world. Songs of praise have been part of our experience of the divine since the earliest days of faith, since the beginning of creation. The book of Psalms is commonly known as the hymn book of Scripture. And throughout Scripture we find time and again these little hymns that get stuck in, interspersed through the story of the history of our faith. Because hymns, hymns like the great hymn that, we, that was read for us this morning from the beginning of John's Gospel, Hymns like Miriam's song of praise when the children of God crossed the Red Sea. Hymns like those found in the writings of the Apostle Paul. Throughout, from time to time, we find these little hymns and poems that seek to describe the presence of Jesus Christ and the creation and how Jesus ushers in new creation. New light in the darkness of sin in the same way that God calls light out of darkness. The church has always relied on the creatives, on the artists and the and musicians to imagine for us that which we cannot fully understand with rational thought. To see in our mind's eyes that which human words alone cannot convey. Light and darkness, a word eternal, the singer, and the song. One important element 
of the Advent and Christmas season this year, or, or any year actually, is the music and the song that speaks to our hearts. It tells of the mystery of the Incarnation and the depth of God's love for us. Advent and Christmas, then, is this time of great joy and of praise that we cannot help but burst forth in song from our, in our joy. Praising the God who creates and the God who redeems the creation. One of the great sorrows this year, for many, will be the inability to sing the songs of the season and to give voice to the joy of believing. Because that is what the songs in worship do. The work of the people, the liturgy of the church, is to give voice to the joy of our believing. And so, for this year, and maybe this year alone, it's, it's a good thing that the Christmas music appeared early in the calendar. Maybe it wasn't so bad this year when Walmart started Christmas carols in October or September. I don't know, I wasn't there, I couldn't leave my house, but you know what was going on, right? That this year, this Christmas, music appeared early so that people could hear it, enjoy it, and find hope. And many, our congregation included, are finding ways to, to revel in the music of the season and to be reminded that the music of faith is all around us. Friends that are, are musicians, Musician friends of mine are doing online concerts in odd and different venues and even from their own living rooms so that they can sing the joy of the church. Our concert this evening is the same way. Our online concert intended to get in out to you and your ears and to those who will, will come the music of, of this season and the joy that it contains. Because here is what we know. Here is what we sing. All nature sings, and around me rings the music of the spheres. Our closing hymn will have, have those words right in it. And it is a reminder to us that we need to be listening for the praise of God wherever we are. Perhaps this year, we shall hear God's music all around us like never before. In the rhythm of boots along the sidewalk, the clickety-clack of that grocery cart wheel that isn't quite right, the music of the spheres, of the stars themselves, as we stand in silence in the backyard and look for the Christmas star. In our silence this year, all nature sings to the glory of the Creator. And for that, we give thanks and praise to God. Amen.